Welcome to the Dusty Jobs Podcast from Imperial Systems. Industry knowledge to make your job easier and safer. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Dusty Jobs Podcast. Today we have a very special edition with Charlie Miller. Charlie has been a longtime employee of Imperial Systems and used to write for our newsletter, the Dusty Jobs Newsletter, with an article called Good Luck With That. Charlie's article reflects on his time in the industry with fun stories. Now we're gonna move that into the podcast realm. Charlie is now gonna be doing campfire chats. So we hope you enjoy these stories from Charlie Miller. Thanks for joining us. So, hello viewers. (laughs) As uh, Donovan said, you know, I've been around for a while. And um, everybody seems to think uh, that I have all these pearls of wisdom to, to uh, relay to everybody uh, on my past uh, experiences. Well, that's, that's, you know, neither here nor there. But uh, I do like to, to tell stories, that's for sure. And um, I think today we're going to talk a little bit about, um, it's not really industry related, but it is uh, something everybody deals with with uh, any place you work. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, your practical joker in the office. Now, every every office has at least one practical joker. You know who it is. You know the guy that's always doing something that, uh, you know, he probably shouldn't be doing. Or the gal that's uh, pulling a prank on somebody. Well, you know, when I came here to Imperial Systems, oh, 11 and a half years now. Uh, I shared an office uh, originally with two other fellows, uh, Joe and Chalmer. And Joe was a practical joker. And uh, I I, uh, became aware of his practical jokes over my years working with him. I, I, I remember one time that I, I came in, hadn't had my coffee yet, and I was trying to uh, type out a, uh, a quotation. And I was busy typing away at my laptop, and I'd write three or four sentences, and I'd stop and I'd glance up and read what I wrote uh, to make sure that what I said made sense. And to my surprise, I had a lot of typos in there. And I said, oh, I don't know how that happened. So I deleted it all, and I went and I typed those sentences again. I looked up, and I'm just, it's full of typos. And I sat there and I said, what the heck is going on? So I sat there, and I started typing again, and I watched the screen this time, and I saw that I was, thought I was typing words that weren't coming up. Well, here, Joe had changed all my vowels on my computer uh, uh, keyboard with the continent next to it. So if I was typing an A, it was coming up a Q. If I was typing an E, it was coming up a W. And it just, you know, after three times, the guy's starting laughing, both Chalmer and, and Joe starting to laugh at, at my, uh, my quandary there. Um, so... It was my uh, introduction to the jokers here at Imperial. Certainly not the last joke that Joe pulled on me, but most of them 
I, I really can't talk about in mixed company. But, but Joe can hold a candle to the, the jokester at my previous uh, employment. Um, when I worked there, and any of my uh, old uh, office mates that, uh, that may be watching this will know immediately who I'm talking about. But we had a jokester there who, uh, uh, she was our receptionist. And she was just this little sweet looking, meek, mild pixie of a lady with salt and pepper gray hair and, and little wire rim glasses. And, you know, she liked nothing better than to talk about her grandchildren. And uh, and she was a she was like a pseudo mom to everybody, and she mommed me a lot. But uh, you know she would she'd always know when something wasn't right or something was bothering me, and she'd always go out of her way to try to help me. But you would think with all these wonderful qualities, this woman had an impish streak to her. Uh, she would pull a, a practical joke on anybody regardless of rank or hierarchy in the company. And, and she, got me, she got me good a couple times. Um, I can remember that it was my, uh, it was my uh, uh, habit to, after lunch, go into the mail room and see if there was any mail that went up to the top floor for engineering or, or the sales guys upstairs. And uh, the mail room was directly across from, from Ann's uh, uh, reception desk. So I, I walked in there after lunch one time, and I, and I jumped back and I said, Oh, crap! I said, Someone got really sick in here. Well, Ann come running in, and she saw this big pile of vomit on the floor. And she says, Charlie, we've got to clean it up. She says, I'm going to go to the, over to the closet and get some paper towels. You run out to the maintenance closet out in the shop and get a bucket and a mop. So I said, okay. I go out to the shop, get the bucket. Five minutes later, I'm rolling this big industrial yellow bucket down the hallway with a mop in it. So I, I get to the, uh, I get to the, uh, the, the, the mail room to mop up the floor, and, and I see there's a spotless, room, a spotless floor there. And I'm saying, what the heck is going on? Well, then I hear the little giggling behind me, and I turn around, and there's Ann standing there with this little impish grin on her face, holding the most realistic rubber mat of vomit I've ever seen in my life. It's the kind of things that she did. Um, there, was another, there was another time when I was walking down the hallway. The hallway ran right behind her desk. And if you, you went one way, you went into drafting. If you went the other way, there was a big, long hallway. They did the one out into the shop or to the steps up to the uh, engineering offices. And I was deeply engrossed in a file. I was reading some spec as I was walking down the hallway. And uh, I just happened to catch some movement out of the corner of my eye. And I glanced over, and this big rat ran down the hall next to me. <laughs> well... 
I screamed like a little girl. I squealed. I threw my file. Half the papers went all over the floor. And I watched this rat scurry down the hall until it got to the wall and crashed into the wall and turned over. It's little rubber wheels still spinning. I turned around behind me, and sure enough, there was, there was Ann and another female associate peeking around the corner laughing. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff she did. She was quite a character, and she would catch you unsurprised a lot of times. I can remember one time I, uh, I was sitting at my desk, and the mail came, and there was, there was a box, a little box about, oh, maybe eight inches cubed. Uh, wrapped up, it was, it was sealed, it had a mailing label, it had the whole thing on it. So I, I said, I wasn't, wasn't sure, quite sure what it was, but it wasn't unusual to get, get uh, things that customers sent, samples or something like that, mailed to us. Um, so I sat there and I got my pocket knife out and I cut open the, the wrapping and I pulled open the, uh, the box. When one of those like eight foot long spring snakes jumped out, scared the crap out of me. I knew right away it was Andy behind us. Had to be. Now, I just don't know where she got all these, all these gags that she got. So it's, uh, you know, it, it's hard to believe that this sweet little lady would, would do these kind of things to me. Or, well, not just to me, but she did it to other people too. But uh, she was uh, one of the nicest people I ever worked with. And uh, I guess, you know, she was probably... She was probably the, 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 the most dangerous around Christmas time. Between the holidays, between Thanksgiving and Christmas. You know, it wasn't unusual for vendors to come into our company, bring in their gifts of chocolates or candies or nuts or whatever. And most of these things would end up on Annie's reception desk for all the people to enjoy. Well... You know, chocolate, you can tell by my, my physique here, I can't pass up a sweet. And uh, chocolates especially, I, I have a, a weakness for. So one day, as I was walking past our desk, I noticed a new selection, a new box of chocolates out there. And I walked up to take a sample, and I asked Annie, I said, what's the best ones? And she just looked up at me, and she says, well, they're all good. So I said, okay, so after a few, uh, few minutes of looking them over, I, I took a selection and I picked it up and I bit into it. And I was surprised at how hard it was to bite into, so I took another bite. And that's when I heard the snickering. And I looked there and there was Annie trying her best to stifle her giggles. And she said, uh, she says, you picked the only piece of fake chocolate in the whole box. Well, I took her for her word, picked up another piece, and the same exact thing happened. I ended up walking down the hall, red-faced, listening to her laughter all the way down the hall. So uh, she, was, uh, she was quite a, quite a little uh, joker. I, I guess probably, probably the, the, the worst thing she ever did to me was I... I had told her that I was, uh, I was on a diet. I was cutting out carbs. I wanted to lose a few pounds. And uh, I, I, was, I was 
trying hard to lose a few pounds. Well, the next day I came into my office and the walls were wallpapered with pictures that she cut out of the magazines of cakes and cookies and ice cream and candies. And it was like months. It was, you know, months later I was finding these things stuffed in my files or in my, in my reference books and files. I'd find pictures that that fall out of everywhere. Well, of course, Annie, she denied all responsibility for doing this, but I knew, I knew who was behind it. You know, so she, uh, she finally did fess up and, and said that um, she had some slight involvement in it. And uh, I'm sure there were other, other willing associates that was uh, working with her towards that end. But uh, like I said, it was, it was a long time and I was still finding stuff stuffed away in books and things like that where a donut would fall out or something like that, you know. But, uh, you know, um, she was still, uh, uh, you know, probably one of the nicest people I worked with. And uh, she did offer to, uh, uh, she did tell me that uh, she would do anything like that again to me, and she offered to shake on it. And, um, yeah, so I, I, I bit on that too and found a rubber, uh, found one of those buzzers in her palm. So, yeah, she was, uh, she was quite a sweet lady though. I, I, out of, she was probably one of the top three of my favorite people I've ever worked with in my, in my career over 40 years. And, uh, and I miss her. But if you think for one minute, I miss being the butt of her practical jokes, well, good luck with that. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this time with listening to Charlie's stories. If you're interested in hearing more of them, you can go read Charlie's article, Good Luck With That, on our website. If you're interested in more podcasts and other information, you can follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and most other social media platforms. Thanks for listening. Stay healthy and stay safe. Thanks for listening to the Dusty Jobs Podcast. Breathe better, work safer.